Ladies and gentlemen, it's Comic Con weekend. For this is a Fred the Alien Productions podcast. Yeah, it is. Woo! <laughs> yes. Cue the music. I don't know what we're yelling about. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Oh, oh, gosh. Are you telling me you built a time machine? Kind of a DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're gonna build a time machine into a car, why not do it some style? What's your operating number? Boring conversation anyway. Hello! Hi! Hey there! Hi! Oh my gosh! I'm a Kendall Richardson. I'm Wayne Stellini. I'm a Fuya Kantaramaju. Welcome to a podcast called Friends! Yay! It is the new Comic Con time! Oh my god, it is! Thank you for joining us! Yes! So many wonderful things coming out of Comic Con! Yes! Oh my goodness! So many, and we'll be getting to them shortly. Yes. But yes. first. Somebody tell me how their week was. I can't pick between you two. Uh, <laughs> go on, Fulia. Oh, what have okay, you been up to? Okay, okay. Well, if my phone decides to be very nice to me, I will <laughs> tell you. <laughs> so I've been uh, working as per usual. Um, yeah, had my um, piano lesson, um, and we had our final Beely game of the season. Unfortunately, yeah. because we were low on numbers. We had to forfeit. Oh. oh, no. And because it was a Thursday night game and it's the game started at 10.50 p.m. So it's still technically a school night. <laughs> so I don't think anybody really wanted to play that late. Yeah, especially since it's like beer league's just for fun. It's not like official. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And so... It's such a late start. Uh, it it's is. kind of mean, really, it's, isn't it? It is. It's a horrible yeah. late start. So we... Um, we only had about, I think, five or six players that were able to even rock up. And how many on a team, player? Uh, you have to have a minimum of seven skaters plus a goalie. Right, so eight. Yeah. And you were three short. So we were like, I think about three or four short. Yeah. Um, oh, because you you need to have... Because uh, there's only five on the ice at one time, Yes, right? and you, you need you one need... person on the bench to at least change. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Otherwise, otherwise they... you'll be exhausted. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. even with that one person changeover, you'd still be knackered. Oh, yeah, yeah no of matter course. What. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, unfortunately, I couldn't go because I wasn't feeling well. Um, but majority of the majority of the team um, couldn't make it for their own reasons, Oh, yeah. um, so like work and you know personal oh, things. And, yeah. and if you do a nine stuff. to five, you would be so tired. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Especially so, leading into a Friday. Yeah. <laughs> um, so unfortunately, um, we couldn't play um, and not uh, eligible for the uh, finals. Oh. So oh well, it was uh, only beer league. So it's yeah, fine. exactly. It's fine. You went and had a beer anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, had, you had a good time. Yes. Yeah. Oh well, no this season. Well, yes. That's this season definitely. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Sorry. It's been a good season. Um, although I did miss quite a few of them, but it, it's been fun. Yeah. And it's been nice Good. to sort of play with a few other players that I haven't played with before, even though the majority of the team was from my summer season. So. Yeah, nice. Yeah. But it's been really fun. It's yeah, been really cool. good. Um, apart from that, been working. Uh, worked at Flemington. Um, as per usual, Flemington Racecourse underestimated their need for staff members on that day. <laughs> so we were short. Yeah. And because they gave away tickets to all the members. And so they didn't anticipate the fact that they were going to end up with, you know, an extra three. Uh, what, they, they expected about 7,000 people. Wow. They ended up with about 11 and a half. Wow. Yeah. 
And we were, so they catered for the 7,000. Yeah. Um, including, that, that doesn't just include catering that, that all, and, and, and security. That also includes food and drink. Wow. They underestimated it big time. Yeah. Mm. But they had their reasons and we made it through. So yeah. <laughs> we survived. <laughs> well, Kendall, you know, I know what it's like to be understaffed. Hey, and, uh, and, you, yeah. and you just do it. Like you yeah, just do it. You yeah. just have to. Yeah. yeah. You Knuckle just down. get through it. And that's it. That's all you can do. Yep, that's it. And, uh, yeah, my week hasn't really been that eventful, to be Mm. honest. I've just been watching The Nanny this week. Yeah. Been binging on The Nanny. That's a week well spent full, yeah? (laughs) It is. I loved it. Oh, it's such a great show. Yes, it is. Yes. So, I I love my sitcoms. So, I've got a list of sitcoms that I've been going through. I've been going through one US sitcom, then one UK, and then just... You know, alternating between. Oh, it's mixing it up. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, so what's going to be on after the nanny or you haven't decided yet? Uh, I'm not sure. Maybe the Vicar of Dibley. Oh, great. Yes. yes. That's my next, because the next one's got to be a British one. So yeah. It's probably going to be Vicar of Dibley, but it could be something else. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, nice one. We shall see. That's exciting. Lovely. How's your week been, Wayne? Uh, well, my week or my, even my fortnight since I um, oh, yes. Yes. Just spent some time with you lovely folks has been pretty good. Um, I've been super creative. I'm writing something that I'm so, so, so excited about. And Fully and Kendall will help me out yes. with it because they don't have a choice. Because <laughs> I'm like, Yay. you're so brilliant. You have to be with me. <laughs> Whenever I make anything, you, you, you're, you're coming along. Yeah. Um, yeah. Excellent. <laughs> yeah, so I'm really looking forward to talking more about that as that develops. Mm-hmm. Um, beginning to produce a, a stage show. Yeah. So my partner in crime, Philip Hunting, and myself, we launched our own theatre company this week. Thank you. Congratulations. Thank you. So Writers Block Theatre, look us up. Uh, There's nothing much on there yet because we're still in our infancy. But yeah, so we just started the soft launch and Mm -hmm. in January it's the kind of official hard launch, which makes it the world's longest soft launch ever, (laughs) (laughs) I guess. Yep. But yeah, you just have to wait a few months before you actually see a show. Uh, But yeah, we're looking to put on an exciting new show in January, which yeah has been getting really good feedback from those who have read it and workshopped it. Mm -hmm. And so that's that's really good to see. So a lot of passionate people on board. So that's quite exciting. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, some more social media accounts for me to manage, which I love. <laughs> <laughs> All the socials. All the socials. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but that's been great. Speaking of stage, I uh, caught up with Fulia earlier yeah. in the week, wasn't it? Yeah. To... Um, to look over whatever happened to Jeremy Baxter, which we'll be putting on YouTube. So I'm excited about that. Yes. Yeah, it was lovely visiting you, Fulia, by the way. Yes, yeah. the first time coming over to my office. Yes. <laughs> I've never been to Wollongong before. It was a lovely trip. Oh, oh come on. It's, it's, wow. not, it's, not, it's not as bad as oh, Adelaide, is it? Oh, look, it's... Well, nothing can be really as bad as Adelaide. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It was fine. You only fear for your safety once on the way to Wollongong. <laughs> which is great. Uh, so, yeah. So, it was lovely uh, visiting you up there. Yes. Uh, yeah, thank you for having I'm me. I'm just right. going to chime in. Just <laughs> yes. casual listeners are going to think that we live in just so spread out. Yeah. But we... No. No, I know. We all live in Melbourne, basically. <laughs> well, except for Phil, who does actually live in... No, no. I'm just, <laughs> just kidding. No, well, no. Well, no, Phil no, technically no. does not live in Melbourne. No, he Technically doesn't. does not live in he Melbourne. He lives in the town yeah. outside of Melbourne. Absolutely. It's called Adelaide. <laughs> uh, this is the dedication of the people at Fred the Alien. Yeah. 
travel yep. far and wide. Yes. None of this Skype business, nothing with no. quality. We love catching up so much. We do. And yeah, so we do travel far and wide. Yes. Uh, yeah, I did visit uh, Kendall's old hometown of Bendigo. You did? And it was my first time exploring Bendigo. I've been through Bendigo before. Yep. And it was lovely. I saw a gorgeous por- uh, portrait exhibition of the royal families from the Tudors to the Windsors. It yes. was beautiful. Yeah. And so I only got a, a bit of time to explore the lovely uh, part of the world that is Bendigo because I was actually on the train, if I count to and from, longer than I actually was in Bendigo. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> because just of scheduling and I had to be home at a certain time. Yeah, yeah. But it was lovely. I got off and, um, you know, went to see the exhibition, had some time to kill, and there's a beautiful park near the art gallery. There is, yes. And I um, was sitting opposite the park and I could see a, um, I guess, you know, a store that belongs to the business that I work for right in front of me. And I just moved over a bit to the left, so it was obstructed because <laughs> I didn't want to put a <laughs> of work um, <laughs> while I was having my lunch. It was hilarious because I was like, you know, because I'm like, oh, I don't really know where to go to eat. I don't know how long things will take. I want a bit of a time thing. So, mm-hmm. you know, I just popped into the supermarket. So there I was sitting on this park bench eating tuna and beans because <laughs> it came together in this tin. It was lovely, Great. but I felt very hobo-ish, but I thought that was kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. And I did um, pass a, a JB store, Kendall, and I thought yes. of you as well. That That's my original store. That is? Yep. It's gorgeous. Oh, From the outside anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have time to stop and really look that much, but you know, but it was so beautiful. And I said to, uh, to Fulia, we, we caught up and I was saying, uh, it was so beautiful to see and just what I could see, the history because uh, Bendigo is so important to, yes. to our state's history. Definitely. I'm like, I need to Airbnb and stay there for a weekend or something or for Aww. a few days uh, because it's just that time that I have is not enough just to walk around and, and, and explore that beautiful part of yeah. the world. It's, it's very pretty. It is absolutely beautiful. Yeah. It's so lovely. Yeah. And yeah, I have a friend who owns a bookstore there and I didn't even get a chance to stop by and see Aww. him. Yeah, I was that pressed for time. So yeah, wow. uh, I think it says a lot about a town that even if you're just glancing through and sort of rushing through it, that it still strikes you and you go, no, no, I want to come back and, and explore it more. So that was oh, really lovely. Good. That's <laughs> yeah. good. Um, and one last big thing mm-hmm. um, is <clears throat> I got my thesis results. <gasps> yes. Yes. So Wayne is happy. Yes. And it was actually funny on the way to Bendigo, my supervisor called me Yeah. on the train and she said, Wayne, you've got your um, examiner's results back. And I said, oh, okay. And she goes, they're good. I'm like, oh, okay. She goes, no, no, no. They're good. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, so the way that it works with a master's in teaching is you either fail, uh, you get an outright pass, which is very rare, mm. or what mostly happens is that the examiners will say, look, we'll pass you on the condition that you make a f- these corrections. Mm. So they list these corrections and then you have to go and make them mm. and resubmit your thesis yes. as well as with a document saying, these are the changes they've asked me to make. This is what I've made. Mm-hmm. And this is the page number for you to reference to tell you I'm not lying. Yeah. Yeah, and so one one of the examiners, the corrections she asked me to make were mostly just typos. <laughs> it doesn't matter how many times you read it. There was just like, you're missing a sentence here, reword this here like this. This is a bit of a strong word. <laughs> Try a different word. And then she just wanted an appendix on um, Michael and Philip because I talked about Michael and Philip getting married in the morning mm-hmm. in my thesis. It was so self-indulgent. <laughs> uh, but that's the best thing about an art space thesis. Uh, so I was like, yep, I can do that. And then the second examiner examiner actually passed me outright. Oh. No changes. So I was really 
thrilled with that. Yeah, thank you. That's so wonderful. I had an afternoon. It took about five hours to just make those amendments and sort of do it properly and have resubmitted. So now waiting for my supervisor to say, Wayne, it's all good. And I know she will <laughs> because she is amazing and doesn't want me to suffer anymore. <laughs> um, so yeah, now I'm like, okay, nothing's sort of holding me back to uni. Yeah. I, I have to go back to this adult thing <laughs> that I haven't been doing for seven years. <laughs> Adulting is fun. Yeah, absolutely. That's amazing. Yeah, thank oh. you. So that's been the exciting stuff that's been happening happening to me lately nice crazy traveling all over the country (laughs) (laughs) all over the country all over the country on that i wanted to point out one little thing you mentioned uh your place of work that you saw yes in in my hometown yes did you know that's the original one i did yes yeah i did and i should actually make a point of going in there and, and having a look uh, yes, and I have called that store a few times as well. Oh, cool. <laughs> very nice. Yes, 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 excellent. It, it is, yeah, because there was word that it would be closing, I think. Yeah, but yeah. I'm just like, you kind of can't. Yeah, it's I too agree. historical. It's very historical. Yeah. yeah. Now, hopefully, they don't close it. Yeah, hopefully not. Yeah, Bendigo business is uh, not not what it once was. <laughs> no, which is unfortunate because it's yeah. again a, a beautiful town. There's a lot of people bustling about and things mm, like that. It mm. seems like a lively place. Yeah, it was the biggest regional town in, yeah. in victoria yeah yeah well so. makes makes sense considering mm. how old it is and yeah things like that yeah that's right yeah um well, i'm glad yeah. you've had a wonderful couple of weeks i absolutely have and yeah what have you been up to kendall what have i been up to well kendall's back at work back to uh reality as they say um yeah i am i'm back in it and it's been a full-on week you know, changes, of course, you know, you go away for a month and as if things wouldn't change. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it hasn't been all all frustrating and, and nightmares or, or anything bad, really. I mean, it was mostly just really nice to see everybody, you know, mm. there's a good crew that I work with and they were all, you know, happy to see me and got a really nice welcome back, which was lovely. Nice. That's good. Yeah, it was really nice. Um, so, yeah, but it was, <clears throat> it, it took a couple of days for me to get back into it. It felt, if you feel, when you're just, yeah. you know, out of your routine for so long and you get back into it, it just, you f- your body just has some kind of weird mental break. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know what's happening. Yeah. What am I supposed to be doing if this is weird? Yeah. But yeah, so Monday was really, really strange. But um, I'm definitely back in work right now. <laughs> yeah. So. But yeah, I'm happy to be back. So yeah. yeah. You have a lovely crew, don't you? Yeah, yeah. I've got. Yeah. A, I've made some probably some lifelong friends. I think at, yeah. the, at this store. So I'm very lovely. happy. Yeah. So it's really good. Um, what else? I finished Portal. Ooh. Hey. Finally. <laughs> so my good friend Adam. Um, shout out to Adam. Hello, if you're listening. Hi, um, Adam. Got me into Portal One. I uh, played the first half um, before I went to the US and mm-hmm. then we finished it when I came back and it was awesome. <laughs> um, uh, had a lot of fun doing that and so he's gonna he's slowly trying to get me into gaming. Nice. Um, so so far it's working but, <laughs> but we'll see how that goes. Um, what else? What else? What else? I'm trying to think. I had a Tuesday and Wednesday off and then I, I did I, what did I do? I've done writing for Collectible Chaos, so that's underway, mm. which is exciting. And uh, yeah, just kind of I went I went to Heathkit and caught up with a, a couple of friends I haven't seen for a long, long time. So that was really good. 
Um, and uh, yeah, I haven't been to the movies this week. So I'm how weird does that feel? <laughs> weird for me. Yeah, I have. Yeah, Fulia has. <laughs> She's got a quickie review. Yes, so yeah, coming yeah. up mm-hmm. later on. Um, but yeah, I think that's probably all for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, shall we dive into the week that was and then nerdy news? Yeah, let's do it. This is the news and nerdy news. The nerds that talk about the nerdy news. That is us who talk about the news that is nerdy. And now the queen of nerdydom. The hostess with most S. Kendall Richardson. Take it away, Kendall. Okay, it's nerdy news time. Yay. 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 Comic-Con news. It's Comic-Con edition of nerdy news because <laughs> most of what i'm about to read out has come out of the iconic event that is san diego comic-con mm-hmm. the mecca uh, of cons the mecca of cons <laughs> the con to end all cons yeah. everybody goes anybody who's anybody's there it's fantastic i am super keen so let's crack in uh now, I should mention, actually, before I get underway, is that because of the time of recording, there may be some Comic-Con stuff that's going to come out after we record because of time differences with yes. Australia and America. So just a disclaimer for anybody who's wondering why we're... If there's some big announcement that comes out and we haven't talked about it, that's why. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, but now that that's out of the way, <laughs> I'm going to start with the best thing ever that happened to me today. <laughs> And Wayne is just going to hate this, and I don't care. (laughs) Go for it, Kendall. I can't wait. You're a wicked woman, Kendall Richardson. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so my lord and saviour, Kevin Feige, uh, made his appearance in Hall H. (laughs) Or Hall H, however you say H. Uh, this weekend at Comic-Con for the Marvel Studios panel where he unveiled the slate for the upcoming Phase 4 of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. (laughs) So that franchise hasn't died in the arse in case you're wondering. Yes, it hasn't. Okay. (laughs) And it won't anytime soon. Um, So this is the way the MCU is looking post Avengers Endgame and post Spider-Man Far From Home now that we're out of the first three phases, also known as the Infinity Saga. Okay. Also known as the (coughs) Shithouse Saga. Oh my god! (laughs) Sorry, go on, Kendall. (laughs) Continue. Continue. I will. (laughs) I will continue. Yeah, I know. Otherwise, we'll be here all night. Yo, Kendall just gave me a look, right, when she said, I will. And I just got a vision of Kendall, like, as an eight-year-old in the schoolyard, (laughs) having a bit of a fight with somebody, and that person did not win. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. No, they didn't. No, they wouldn't. (laughs) Okay, so, starting with... Uh, Black Widow has been confirmed. Uh, it will be coming out on the 1st of May next year. So this is the very next film in the MCU that we're going to see. Um, the cast includes Scarlett Johansson, obviously reprising her role. And we have David Harbour from Stranger Things. Florence Pugh from Fighting With My Family. I am going to butcher his name. O.T. Fagbenler or Fagbenel. I don't know how to say it. He's in The Handmaid's Tale. Okay. He's a really great actor. He plays um, June's husband. Oh, right. Yes, yes. Yes, him. I've forgotten his name okay. at the moment. But 
I can't pronounce his last name, but he's a fantastic actor. He's going to be in it, and Rachel Weisz as well. Um, Kate Shortland will be directing it. Um, that is super exciting. Film number two in phase four is The Eternals, um, coming out on the 6th of November next year, 2020, starring Angelina Jolie, Richard Madden, Kumail Nanjiani, Lauren Ridloff, Brian Tari Henry, Selma Hayek, Leah McHugh and Don Lee, directed by Chloe Zhao. Uh, item number three in phase four is the first of the Disney Plus streaming shows. Now, this is the exciting thing we didn't know was happening. The uh, MCU TV shows that are going to be on Disney Plus are actually going to be a part of phase four. They're, they're not a separate thing. So Damn. They're, so they're in the phase. So we have to watch it to understand what happens in the next films. Yes, you do. <laughs> yes, you do. In one case in particular coming up that I will get to. Yeah. Um, but the first of the series to debut on Disney Plus is The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, um, starring Anthony Mackie, Sebastian Stan, and Daniel Brühl. Um, will be streaming from uh, spring 2020 next year. So probably before Eternals comes out. Um, but... It might be after, but yeah, they haven't confirmed any release dates for the exact, like the exact drop date of the series just yet. Um, the next film after that is Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, um, starring Simu Liu, Aquafina, and Tony Leung, uh, directed by Destin Daniel Cretton, and will be in theaters on the 12th of February, 2021. Following that is the highlight of my life, the Loki TV series <laughs> will be debuting in autumn of 2021, starring Tom Hiddleston himself reprising his role and has been confirmed um, to follow the events of Avengers Endgame, um, which Wayne hasn't seen, but I... No, slight, no. slight spoiler. Oh, you can do it. S slight spoiler. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so basically the scene in the film where Loki gets the Tesseract in 2012... Uh, during the time travel heist in the movie, and he, you know, grabs a tesseract and fucks off somewhere. That's where the series is picking up from. Ooh, so they've, okay. uh, they've actually confirmed that now. Nice. So every, everyone, cool. everyone's theory was right. So yes, for once. For once. <laughs> yes. So that's very exciting. Um, so that's autumn 2021, and then directly after that, we've got the WandaVision TV series. Um, which will be starring Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany and newcomer Teona Paris um, will be streaming also in autumn of 2021, but it looks like it, I would think it'd be after the Loki series because it directly ties into the next item, which is Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Ah, God, that's the one I'm can't wait. Yes, for. Elizabeth Olsen will be appearing as Scarlet <clears throat> Witch. The series, WandaVision, is going to directly affect the events of this film. Ooh. So as you said before, Fulia, you need to watch, watch. the series. <laughs> To understand the films now, they're 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 not messing about. Okay. Series and films are, in this sense are going to be connected. Right. Do we so, not find that annoying? No. Really? <laughs> I don't. Just, I just think it's like films should sort of not. I appreciate that not all films stand alone when they're in a franchise, but I think when you're crossing mediums. Well, so this know is how I feel about this. This is the first time that they've kind of done this because, mm. like, all the other Marvel TV series have been set 
in the MCU, but they're the, independent. They they can stand alone. Yeah, this is the first time where they're actually going to be starring actors from the MCU. Yes, um, and uh, going to be connected. Yeah, to yeah, the film. yeah. So yeah, but yeah, I can understand people why mm. people might be frustrated with that because they're going to have to watch a show. To you watch need a to film. invest more time in, the, in when you're watching yeah. a series because these are probably like ten episode series i think or maybe less which is fine yeah. like really it's not a huge commitment no my thing is i think it would be great if the films even that they're connected to can still be enjoyed without needing to yeah. see the series no, i think cool. that's fine and yeah, i think yeah. like the series like probably like the current stream do mm-hmm. um if you're watching the shows you can kind of get a bit more out of the films and you go oh that's kind of cool and rah rah yeah like you know if you see everything you can get more out of it yeah but if you watch them independently you're still enjoying them and not feel like you're missing out on anything yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so that's just raised a red flag for me I okay think. Yeah. yeah fair enough and fair i think enough. especially because there's something that feels a bit sneaky about it because it's on a service that's not accessible to everybody. Yeah. yeah. So you do have to pay to, to watch it. So it's kind of saying to enjoy these films, you need to now subscribe to something. You have to pay extra. Pay yeah. extra yeah. to yeah. watch it. And we're not just talking about a movie ticket. Yeah. Like, yeah, I get it. You can grab your free trial and down it and then go. But you can do that every single time. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. a bit. Mm. No, fair Disney, enough. Disney. Yeah. Do you not have enough money? <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> Not in their opinion. No. Not in their opinion. Yeah. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how that all works out. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I, I just thought of them. Who knows? Maybe they might have like, uh, you know, a cold open for the Doctor Strange film mm. might be uh, set up from Division. Yeah. Yeah. It could be. Yeah. And then that way. Maybe it's it kind of make, enough. Kind of enough. Yeah. yeah. Which I think is perfect. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Which would work really well. And then I guess it depends as well if, like you said, like if that's how you feel, that's yeah. your initial reaction. The films and the series aren't coming out for a couple of years. So yeah. there could be some potential backlash that could cause some yeah. kind of changes to True. the scripts and alterations. True. But I mean, we, don't, we don't know. Yeah. I mean, look, the franchise is a strong enough following. Yeah. I don't think it's going to upset too many people because yeah. it'll be no. people who are really obsessed with these films will be wanting to source the shows anyway. Yeah, so I feel yeah. like if there is any backlash, it won't be big enough to cause No, it and it's really. like, if you if, if you weren't already in on this, you're not going to be in on it now. If I that's, think so, yeah. yeah. Like, you either are or you're not. Yeah, I think you're. it's a type of franchise that if, you know, you're really fully invested in, mm. then you do. You want as much of it as you can yeah. in all these different incarnations and yes, things like that. for sure. But if you're a casual viewer, then, you know, you can... Take it or leave it and you'll watch it and enjoy it, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, okay, so, uh, yes, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. I love that title, by the way. Mm. <laughs> I love it, it's so weird. Uh, it, it's a weird it's, title, yeah. it's great. Um, uh, Scott Derrickson, who directed the first film, uh, will be returning and it will be released on the 7th of May, 2021, day before my birthday. Yeah. Um, and the, the director did actually say at Comic-Con too, that this one might be going in more of a horror vein, kind of owning that kind of, ah. kind of side of maybe bringing some horror elements into the MCU. So it might actually be good. Oh, dear, Wayne. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to give you something here, and you shoot me down. No, I was. I was taking it and, <laughs> and embracing it. I thought we were bonding for a second there, because oh, it's really not. Uh, <laughs> and we move on. And we move on. Um, okay, after Doctor Strange, we are getting, let's 
see uh, what if now this is an animated series um, first animated series in the MCU to air on Disney plus um, with uh, actor Jeffrey Wright voicing uh, a character called the watcher which I believe are the the race of beings that kind of watch over and kind of maybe influence sort of events, certain events, or just, I think maybe they just watch and supervise and stuff. There was a... Oh, is it like the, um, the lantern, the green lantern court? How they sort of police things? Well, so it's, I think it's, I think they have less involvement. I I could be remembering it wrong, but yeah, the watchers are, um, yeah, Stan Lee was confirmed technically to be one because he, because of all the cameos he was. Yeah. yeah. There was a cameo of him in Guardians volume two where he was talking to watchers and telling them about oh. one of the cameos from another film. Oh, okay. So, That's cute. Yeah, yeah. So it looks like this series is going to be, yeah, kind of narrated or framed by a watcher. Um, and Interesting. Yeah, yeah, and many actors from across the MCU will be reprising their roles uh, mm. by voicing these animated characters. Oh, that's cute. So uh, the animated versions of themselves. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, really, really interesting. That's fun. Um, what If is also like a, it's an alternate reality kind of show. They're so, so good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah, it's like what if... Tony Stark was evil or, yeah. or, or what if, you know, yeah. you know, they never found Captain America in the ice or, or you know, even more crazier things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The DC do that a lot with their standalone animated films they as do. well. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're actually quite fun to play with. Yeah. Because they're self-contained and they don't yeah. destroy any timelines or yeah. anything. You, yeah. can, you can do whatever you want and yeah. it doesn't ruin anything. Yeah. I, I love that You can shit. take it or leave it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So that will be airing on Disney Plus in winter of 2021. Mm. Uh, following that, we've got... The Hawkeye series, starring Jeremy Renner, uh, has been confirmed to be introducing uh, Kate Bishop, who does uh, take up the mantle of Hawkeye after Clint Barton. Um, That will be on Disney Plus Spring 2021. And, or not last, actually second last, well, last on the official, official uh, announcements, and another one of my favourites, Thor... Love and Thunder <laughs> is the name of Thor 4, which yep. I think is just <laughs> so already is, hilarious. Is it like set in 1986 or something? I where everyone's wearing like the title looks very retro. Yeah. Yes. It, it, it has something that just screams fluoro and lycra. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and Thor if, going if, back in time. And if anyone saw Thor Ragnarok, then they would get an idea of the tone right. in this mm-hmm. film because <clears throat> Taika Waititi is returning yes. to direct the film as well as write the script. Uh, yes. Which is fabulous. Wayne just did <laughs> like biting his tongue practically trying to say anything. Uh-huh. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For the record, I really like Thor as a character. Like I do. I really do. The first Thor film is one of my favourites in the MCU. <laughs> Kendall's just like looking at me like, I don't know if I believe it or not. I'm being honest. I really do like it. You love, you like Thor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I think that's why I'm a bit sensitive to Thor Ragnarok. Oh, you don't like Thor Ragnarok? I like it. Yes. I don't like Thor in it. Fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's a discussion for another day. Yep. We I can could, talk about that off mic. I could go for hours. I could go. <laughs> <laughs> we, we could have a big chat about it. We could. Okay. All right. So, Thor, Love and Thunder. <coughs> Thor, Love and Thunder will be starring Chris Hemsworth. Tessa Thompson uh, will be playing Valkyrie, who also confirmed uh, that it looks like Valkyrie will be the first 
LGBT character in the MCU. Because she said Valkyrie is king of Asgard and she needs to find a queen. Oh, that's gorgeous. Yeah. So she said, and she said that was the first order of business. Lovely. Yeah. Mm. So that is amazing news. And uh, a bigger surprise out of the Thor Love and Thunder announcement was that Natalie Portman will be returning as Jane Foster. Thank you, Natalie. Yes. And not only that, she will be playing also the female Thor. Oh, hello. Yep. I didn't know there was Okay. So a couple of years ago in the comics, uh, there was a run where uh, Thor was a female. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it was revealed at, at near the end of the run that it was actually Jane Foster. Okay. Uh, who was worthy of uh, wielding Mjolnir because Thor was unworthy. So Jane picked Ooh. up the hammer and she became the new Thor. That's cool. And so it looks like they're kind of doing that. Nice. Yeah. I approve. Yeah. I saw a picture of Natalie holding up a, a Mjolnir at... Uh, Comic-Con. Oh, nice. I got very excited. Because <laughs> she's like one of my favorite actors as well. Yeah, so. she's amazing. Oh, she's incredible. Yeah. Uh, so that's really exciting. That will be out in cinemas on the 5th of November 2021. Um, and lastly, in the MCU announcement, we this was a completely unexpected. We have confirmation of a Blade movie. Mm-hmm. They are rebo- rebooting the Blade franchise um, with Mahershala Ali to fill the role. Nice. Uh, once played by Wesley Snipes. A-plus casting choice, if yeah. I say so myself. No release date as of yet. And Kevin Feige also confirmed that... Uh, Black Panther 2, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, Captain Marvel 2, and the Fantastic Four are all in the works right now. Wow. So no release dates for any of those, um, whether or not they'll be in Phase 4 or 5, but they're all on the way. Mm, Probably Phase 4, I'd imagine. Yes, I guess, considering they've all been... um, talked about this weekend yeah like it's they're mentioning it now yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um s- strangely no mention of um spider-man 3 considering yeah. there was a huge huge game-changing plot twist at the end of spider-man mm. far from home yeah and now we're gonna probably have to wait quite a few years to see what happens with that so <laughs> yes anyway. unless it'll be um, I haven't seen it, so I don't know if this is a thing, but unless it will be incorporated in one of the films. It could very well be. Yeah. Potentially, yeah. yeah. I would say so. And probably more likely, mm. I imagine. Definitely, yeah. definitely. But um, yes. So that's the MCU wrap-up mm. for from San Diego Comic-Con. Um, one other quick, quick little tidbit I wanted to mention, and that's probably not a little tidbit, considering Avengers Endgame has officially passed Avatar at the worldwide box office. It is, now, it is now the biggest movie in the history of movies. Amazing. I am, I am so happy. <laughs> yes. It's great. Yeah. It's so well worth it. It's what our civilization has come to. Yes, we it is. won. It's come yes. to, we won. The, yes. long, the long battle. <laughs> oh. Throw on some tacky scenes and make a few more millions go for it. Oh, tacky. I'm quoting you, Kendall. No, you're not. <laughs> I believe that's what you said. When did I ever say that? Oh, you know, sometime last week, maybe. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Fulia was there. Philip was there. Kirsten was there. Everyone was there. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't last week, then. <laughs> Forgive me, I'm the world's worst liar. What do you want me to say? <laughs> I'm, me, I'm trolling you. Give me a break. <laughs> that's why I butt into the trolls. Yes. Fantastic. But yes, hats off 
to uh, Kevin Feige, Marvel Studios for that astonishing achievement. Yeah, it's not an easy thing to achieve, so well no, done. No, yes. Yeah. Yes, nearly $2.8 billion yeah. now. So. Give us some if you want. Yeah, <laughs> nice. I will have a loan, please. Yeah. Yes, please. The amount of plugging I do for your franchise, the amount of money I put in, I should get some back, baby. Yeah. I know, a bit like a tax return. It would be. You could, re- <laughs> you could retire. I could. <laughs> I could. I could just spend my life plugging the MCU on this podcast like I do every week. Fantastic. Um, okay, so moving on from Marvel, we're crossing the pond to DC. We've got Woo-hoo! some DC news out of Comic-Con. I was the only one excited about that. <laughs> It's okay, Wayne. I'm too nice to troll you. I'm excited about this stuff Thank you. as well. You're yeah. welcome. Um, but, uh, yeah, Warner Brothers didn't have an official panel uh, this year at San Diego, but we have gotten some announcements in terms of the Arrowverse mm. for the upcoming seasons. Uh, the major ones being, starting with, this just is just... I'm so happy. Um, Brandon Ruth is going to be uh, reprising his role of Superman Mm. in the upcoming Crisis on Infinite Earths crossover. Yes. Holy shit. Yes. (laughs) So not only is he going to be playing Ray Palmer slash the Atom as part of the crossover, he will be playing Clark Kent Superman. Um, They've also said that um, Tyler Hecklin will also be playing Superman. So there's going to be two Supermen in this crossover. That's cool. It's going to be epic as shit. I'm so excited. I love that Brandon (laughs) Routh is going to be putting on that suit again. I think he is so underrated. Yeah, I agree. In a grossly underrated film. I just, yeah, Yeah. I was so disappointed that film never got a sequel. And it's just been nice to see him put on those tights again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, it's not... I, I get why people give it a lot of flack, but it's not a terrible film. I've oh, seen yeah. many films that are much worse. Mm. Um, but, um, but yeah, and he did such a good job. Like, I mean, not to go off, off topic for a second, but just he did such a good job of just capturing the spirit of Christopher Reeve. Absolutely. And his performance. Yeah, and still made it his own as yeah. well. Because, I mean, you're right. I mean, it's, you know, connected to the Christopher Reeve franchise. So. Yes. You know, he, I guess, maybe was limited to some degree of what he could do with it. Yes. But he did extraordinary extraordinary things with it. Totally. And it was not, you know, it's an unenviable position to be in. To oh, say, for sure. You know, it's, it's an honor, yes. But then you're like, oh, but I have to also pay homage to the greatest superhero portrayal in movie history. Yeah. Yeah. It's and huge I shoes think, to fill. I think he did fantastic. He, yeah, yeah, he did 110%. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be fantastic to see him suit up once again. Yeah. Um, Brandon. Yes. Yes. Much love for Brandon on this podcast. And uh, some Supergirl news. Um, sadly, McCad Brooks, uh, who is James Olsen, is going to be leaving the show in the upcoming season. Um, but we will happily be seeing the return of Jeremy Jordan's character, Windshot, um, this season, Supergirl season five, yeah. along with her spanking new outfit, yeah. which I'm loving. Work it, girl. Work it. Um, Melissa Benoist is fine. Yes. <laughs> she very fine. She and most be- certainly is. And very, very talented <laughs> and mm. just incredible. So I, I'm super keen for season five of Supergirl. Um, okay, out of some superhero news, we're now looking at Walking Dead. The big announcement out of that at Comic-Con was that Denai Guerrera, um, Michonne, I, I always say her name wrong, Mich- Michonne, I think it's Michonne. I think so too. Yes, she's leaving the show. Mm. Um, so we've had, you know, Andrew Lincoln, Rick Grimes, 
depart from the show. Now, um, Michonne, the other one of the other main characters that's left, and it's really just Norman Reedus as Daryl Dixon. It's mm-hmm. pretty much the big, big one remaining. Um, but yeah, she's going to be leaving during season ten. Um, Halloween. So only recently we talked about in the podcast the Halloween sequels that were announced. Um, but now we actually have confirmation of these two sequels. Halloween Kills will be releasing on the 16th of October next year and then will be followed by almost exactly a year later on the 15th of October, Halloween Ends. Um, Both films will be uh, written and directed by David Gordon Green, who did the first Halloween reboot last year Mm -hmm. with Danny McBride. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis is going to be Laurie Strode in both of them. Um, It's going to be epic as shit. I love everything about this news. Yes. You know, like the previous reboot. Uh, look, obviously, it's never going to hold a candle to the original, but it did It did well. Yeah. Like, it, it was well made. It looked good. It came together really well. It was a fitting sequel yes. to the original. Yes. And the Halloween franchise is amazing because you can watch it with like about seven different storylines <laughs> because they just all sort of contradict each other yeah. and, and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's and there was a there was a post from a, a Friday the thirteenth fan page on uh, Twitter and it was like a, a picture of Michael Myers and Jason Voorhees next to each other and the, the tweet was essentially was essentially congratulations Michael for making it to thirteen films before us oh, <laughs> type thing so that was really sweet that's cute yeah that I was really that. sweet yeah that is awesome um, so yeah they're not coming out on the same day mm. as uh, was rumored yeah a couple of weeks ago so um, yeah I love this I think it's I think it's going to be a great a great little trilogy yeah yeah and I love the titles. Yeah, how good is it? Kills Halloween and kills. Ends. Yeah. yeah, really cool. That's sweet. Really sweet. Okay, uh, more sequel news. Um, some news from the Terminator universe. Mm. Big, big news, actually. Edward Furlong, the original John Connor from Terminator 2, Judgment Day, mm-hmm. is coming back to the franchise. He will be playing John Connor once again in Terminator Dark Fate. Nice. Yeah, really cool. That's uh, That kind of came out of nowhere yeah considering that film is almost about to come out so yeah yeah and considering that we haven't really heard from no Edward for long for no pretty much since terminator 2 yeah, yeah yeah unfortunately one of those you know child actor cliches yeah uh, sad to say but it, nice to see him on screen again nice to or see him be. on screen yeah. yeah it will be very it will be awesome mm. it's gonna be great um some casting news we've got an elvis presley in austin butler um, he's an actor who was in a few episodes of Arrow and the TV show The Shannara Chronicles, hmm. amongst a bunch of other stuff. Um, he's going to be playing Elvis in the Baz Luhrmann written and directed biopic. The film is going to explore Elvis's life through the lens of his complicated 20-year relationship with his manager, Colonel Tom Parker, who's going to be played by Tom Hanks. <laughs> yeah. So that's going to be an Epic outing, yeah. If there ever was one, can't wait to see Tom Hanks as Colonel Parker. Yeah, yeah. he's gonna rock it. Yeah, I reckon because it's Tom Hanks. It's, Tom Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's what he does. Yeah, yeah. basically. Um, yeah, but I, I, you know, if you look up a picture of Austin Butler, you can see why Baz has yeah. picked him for sure. It'd be great to see Baz Luhrmann spin on this. I agree. Baz Luhrmann doing anything, I'm always up for it. Oh, same. I love his aesthetic, like the entire thing. And I'm interested to see how he's going to be using music in this because he's got 
you know, a, an iconic artist who's released so many iconic songs. But that to me would be playing it too straight for Baz Luhrmann. You know, when we saw The Great Gatsby, how it used like hip hop and rap in it, mm. and, and Moulin Rouge used all of these pop and rock songs and things like that. I, like, I don't think. Like, there'll be Elvis songs, yes. Yeah. They'll be done differently, I feel. Yeah. And I think there'll be other music, hopefully, of that era, or maybe of a different era, blended into it. Yeah, I yeah. feel like. I think it's... Baz would do that. Yeah. And it will come sure. together. Yes. <laughs> it's it's going to be an adventure. Yeah. That's for sure. Uh, and lastly, in the news, uh, looks like Harry Styles is in talks to play Prince Eric in the live-action Little Mermaid. Mm, nice. Which I think is a really good choice. Yeah. Handsome fella. Handsome fella. Talented as hell musician. Mm. I mean, I know he was in One Direction, but oh. goddamn, the boy is... Yeah. You listen to his solo album that came out a year or two ago? Actually, really yeah. good. And just because you're from a manufactured boy band doesn't mean you don't have talent. That's true. <laughs> you know. Well, yeah. that's very true. Yeah. Um, but that's, I, I hope he gets picked because that's, yeah, I think it's a really good choice. Yeah. So, yeah. Awesome. Um, that is all the news. Uh, Fulia. Yes. Do you have anything you would like to add considering you've been a little quiet the last <laughs> few minutes? No, I think I'm good. You're, no? You don't have anything to comment on? No. Are you excited about the Halloween films? Nope. <laughs> Do you like the titles no. of the Halloween films? Are you going to the Halloween films? No. <laughs> Will you be writing fan fiction about the Halloween Shut films? Shut up! No. <laughs> I think the one thing that I will say is I'm, I'm really excited about all the um, the Phase 4 action that's happening with We've um, talked about this with the MCU. No, I'm more of it. Um, I'm particularly excited about um, seeing, you know, Doctor Strange finally, the second movie of Doctor yes. Strange, because I've been waiting for a second one for a yes. long time. Yes, yes. Um, it's been nearly three years. Yes. Uh, I'm hoping with the with this with the series that they because we because Australia's not going to get Disney Plus anytime soon. I'm assuming that'll come across onto Stan. That's well, like I, I've been saying it for a long time. I th- yeah. I think because of the the, the rights it, things that Disney and Stan, the agreement that they have, whatever yeah. it is, it, I feel like all that stuff's just yeah. So if that's the case, then I'm still on standby. Then I will definitely be going yeah. through it. And yeah. yeah, for me, I you know if Disney Plus does launch in Australia, take my money, bitch. This is one of the things you feel like that. If Disney Plus does launch in Australia, it would have a huge market because it's yeah. got a monopoly on so many yeah. titles. Of course. Yeah. Um, you know, you would like I think I would even sign up to it to be honest, because you just go, Well, it will then be dragging so many things off Netflix and Stan anyway. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I hope that's not the case. I hope not. I, just, I, I feel like it's the deal with Stan that they've they've, they've got is pretty good. Yeah. And, and it's still it and it's still fairly recent, so I'd yeah. be weird if they went back on that. Yeah, because yeah, you do, again you just feel like our population is too small. You can't yeah. grab so yeah, exactly. much of it. You know, look, look, look the way commercial TV is at the moment. Yeah, exactly. Because you know, we're just not watching things on commercial TV anymore. We're streaming things. Yeah. Even even free to air stuff we're streaming mm. through their platforms mm-hmm. because yeah, there's so many channels that we've got so now. Many, yeah. yeah, yeah. If you get one percent audience share, a network is happy with that. Mm. Like, who does that? Mm. Yeah, sorry for you. Keep going. Yeah, no. So I'm really looking forward to everything that's going to be coming out soon with. With the MCU, although we do have to wait till like next year for it to begin. What a shame. <laughs> yes. But it's gonna be a jammed pack couple of years. Yes. Because it's all it's all coming out next year and then in twenty twenty one. What a shame. It's my gosh, we're gonna have to invest so much time for this. 
But yes. it's going to be worth it. It's going to be worth it. And it's going to be amazing. <laughs> I don't care what Wayne says. Yes. Okay, so... I love you too, Kendall. That's, <laughs> that is trailer. Tra- that's not trailer park. We're rolling up into the trailer park because that was the nerdy news, and now this is the trailer park, yeah. and I'm just really excited. Okay. <laughs> rolling up to the trailer park where we all park all the trailers. He had. All right, trailer park town. My gosh, which is the Comic Con edition, because we've got. A bunch of trailers. There's so many to mention today. Uh, was it nine? Yeah. Yeah, nine trailers. Um, <clears throat> a couple of them came out before Comic Con started, uh, or maybe one did, and the rest are all Comic Con trailers, I think, actually. Yes. Um, but um, I'm going to read them all out, and uh, then we're just going to have a quick old chat about them. Yes. All right. Starting with, uh, there was a tiny little teaser for the Walking Dead movie, um, the spin-off starring Andrew Lincoln as Rick Grimes. No release date for that just yet. Um, Picard, the upcoming Star Trek series starring Patrick Stewart, uh, will be debuting late this year or early next year. Um, another series, The Witcher, will be coming out late this year, 2019. Same with His Dark Materials, another epic fantasy series coming out late 2019. Um, Jay and Silent Bob reboot. I'm so happy to announce this one. Um, hello, Kevin Smith. I love you. Um, it's coming out in, sometime this year. Don't have an official Australian release date. Uh, on that one yet, but it should be out here by the end of the year. Uh, it chapter two uh, will be released on the fifth of September, twenty nineteen. Yeah, it will. Yeah, it will. <laughs> Cannot wait for that. Um, cats. <gasps> Just. A- <laughs> <laughs> <You're-> <laughs> You're welcome. I did that on purpose. <laughs> uh, will be released uh, in the US. <coughs> will be released in the US on the 20th of December this year. Uh, and the UK as well. Uh, no Australian release date just yet. And then we have Top Gun Maverick. The long-awaited sequel to the original Top Gun film. That probably doesn't need a sequel, but we're getting one. Uh, because why not? Uh, will be out on the 26th of June next year in the US and the 17th of July next year in the UK. Um, so around that time for the Australian audience. And lastly, the only trailer that came out not uh, in Comic-Con this week <laughs> um, was the first trailer for the prequel film The King's Man. Uh, prequel to obviously the Kingsman series. This will be released in the US on the 14th of February, Valentine's Day next year. Uh, no Australian release date just yet. Now, my dear friends, <laughs> let's unpack this trailer part. Yeah. Uh, let's let's be brief if we can. And uh, what do we want to talk about? Should we just want to maybe rattle off our favourites on this one. Mm. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll just go through the list. Walking Dead, I'm excited about. I've stopped watching the series just out of like time of reinvestment and so forth, not because I'm actually disengaged from it. Fair call. So I am aware that Rick has exited the series. Mm-hmm. I don't actually know how he exits, whether yeah. it's a uh, it's being killed off or he like 
walks away into the sunset. So I'm interested that Rick returns for the film. So I think definitely I'll be up to date with the series by the time the film comes out. But I'm still a fan of the show. Looking forward for that. His Dark Materials. I am absolutely there for this one. When it began, I was just like, oh, okay, another one of these. The way this trailer is cut for this series looks absolutely amazing. Yeah. I'm so excited by this. It looks yeah. great. It looks fantastic. Yeah. I mm-hmm. I want the series now. If it mm-hmm. was a movie, I would say, take my money, let me buy the merchandise. There, I don't know what it is about this. This just really just jumped at me. Wow. And it just really engaged me. There was nothing about it that made me go, oh, I'm not sure about this. Everything about it. And I know nothing about it. <laughs> like it just, seems really. Yeah. It, it seems like a really unique uh, just, film that I haven't really seen anything like it before. I, do you know what? I think for me, what grabbed me was, and we see it in a few of these trailers that you know we're talking about today. Is that, like there's a lot of strong female characters, and mm-hmm. yeah, with his dark materials, I think that just <laughs> what struck me. We've got you know a little girl. Um, you know, not sure what the deal is with her, but she's kind of special. Yeah. There's this other woman who seems to be a guardian or, you know, sort of showing her the way to something at the beginning. And that woman ends up being quite wicked, it seems, by the end of it. But, you know, you see this arc across the series. And mm. I just I just thought, this is amazing. Mm. Like, it looks beautiful. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I'm <coughs> so excited about this. Yeah. Uh, Jay and Silent Bob, like, always good for a laugh, you know. Uh, I've never actually seen the first one. Yeah. So, yeah. Like the original. Yeah, yeah, I should say I haven't either. With the Jay and Silent Bob characters, I've only uh, seen Clerks and Mallrats. And okay. Mallrats is one of my all-time favourite movies. I love Mallrats. I think Mallrats is fantastic. It's so good. Yeah, it was... Uh, have you seen Mallrats no, at all? No, I haven't. So for your Mallrats, what is so brilliant, and I think it probably isn't as special now if you're watching it for the first time but when it came out and definitely when I first saw it on late night TV one night it was celebrating nerd and pop culture oh totally no one was doing that yeah so you know Kevin Smith was owning it and I just fell in love with Jay (laughs) (laughs) fell in love with him it is such a fun movie it's a great movie yeah Yeah. I'll have to show you okay Um, because yeah like because I mean we all know Kevin Smith is a huge nerd yeah Um, he's you know loud and proud about that always has been Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah with with more rants like the fact that you know like him and like Silent Bob and Jay are just such big Star Wars nerds. Yeah. And then the fact that, you know, um, one of the main characters is a giant comic book nerd. Yes. And uh, Stan Lee's in the movie. It, oh, wow. Stan Lee does a cameo. He has like, a cameo. And it's yeah. incredible. Like, um, it's yeah. so wonderful. Yeah. And what I love about it is in Mallrats, I don't know, I'm digressing a little bit, but it's such a fucking great film. It is. <laughs> it's so good. Like, Shannon Doherty is amazing in it. Yes, yeah, she Because is. she is in this sort of nerd bubble. Yeah. She's kind of like the outsider. Yeah. And she has this beautiful beautiful like sort of spray of the main guy i can't remember his character's name yeah. it was like a letter or initial or something wasn't uh it? oh no no, oh, no no the other guy his best friend was that Bro- Bro- brody brody is, yes. is shannon doherty's boyfriend, boyfriend yes brody. so brody yes. who we love because he's named after a character in jaws he's this huge like nerd and shannon doherty who's wearing a degrassi jacket oh, i love it yeah because <laughs> kevin smith is also a huge degrassi fan 
absolutely like just cracks it at Brody. Like how she does not care about all of his nerdy stuff. She doesn't <laughs> care about bootleg versions of Godzilla. And there's this huge spray <laughs> of all this stuff that us nerds love, love. and care about. Yeah. But I love that she just does that because she is, I guess, articulating the absurdity of our obsession. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> With, you know, with sci-fi, with pop culture, with comics, all of these things. Yeah. I just love that woman. Yeah. <laughs> I love her performance. And yeah. I just love that Kevin Smith has put that in there. Yeah. Like, it's just so good. He's kind of like taking the piss out of himself. Yeah. He's like, yeah. I'm a loser. I get it. You know? <laughs> yeah. Again, this movie was made when nerds were losers. <laughs> you know? It what, was, what weren't dominating yeah. the culture and the discourse mm. in pop culture. Yeah. Uh, but let me get back on track. It's always great to see Jay and Silent Bob. Um, Why is he like? I'm just, like Silent Bob, obviously meaning that he's he just doesn't say anything. Does he say anything at all, or is it just sign language? There, it, no, he talks. He says he, one line or something. He says in Mallrats, I think he he says a quote from Star Wars. Yeah, and that's about it. And I think that's all he ever says. That's got to be dedication to the physical acting of well, yeah, of Kevin Smith. Yeah, he's really good. He's really good at the facial expressions. Yeah. facial expressions and the yeah, like the gestures yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And the thing is, because Jay is so animated and. Um, and and Jay talks a lot and talks fast. and Okay, so and, you need that yeah. silent type. Yeah, and okay. the thing is, he's sort of like, it's, it's, they're almost like Laurel and Hardy almost, whereas yeah. Jay is really sort of like, you know, almost picks on Silent Bob. You it, know, it it's all like, it you know, also, he refers to him as his bitch and, uh, and things like that, I yeah. think. Yeah. To, yeah, me, it, to me, it sort of came across as Kevin's just lazy with remembering his lines. So it's like, <laughs> let's just make my character not say a word. Well, it could it be that, <laughs> that Kevin himself is admitting, look, I'm not really an actor, so yeah. but so you know, and look, performing silently is a huge thing. Like that's a that's oh yeah, a performance and that, stuff. That's a dedication. But it's in kind itself. of like instead of doing both, I'll just do one, and I think he does it so well. Yeah, but yeah, um, look, it chapter two. How beautiful is that trailer? Mm. I just want to say oh, this is so much better than the first trailer. Yes, this is just again cut so brilliantly. That score is gorgeous. It looks perfect. The aesthetics are beautiful. I feel safe with this. I'm like, I love the first It movie because chapter one, I still say, is by far one of the most um, aesthetically beautiful horror movies ever made. It is so gorgeous to look at. It's fantastic. And this is going to look the same. I'm so, 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 so excited about It chapter two. Yes. And look, um, Cats... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that seemed to polarize the internet this week, and it did uh, purposely. And I know for you were the same. We yeah. this was the first time we watched it. Yeah. What did you think about it? Oh my goodness, uh, I don't know. Like I've, I know Cats is a Broadway musical mm. that came out in the nineties, eighties actually, eighties. Look, I saw it back in eighty eight. Yeah, so <laughs> I've never actually seen the Broadway musical itself, yeah. um, and I don't know really too much about it either. Mm. But seeing these people looking like cats, but still walking on their two feet, but acting like cats. It just looks so weird. Do you know what, though? I appreciate they're paying homage to its theatrical roots. Yeah. Because you have actors as cats, right? Yeah. For me, it doesn't seem to translate well on film. No. I, you know, I like that they've done the proportions and everything, so they're like the size of cats compared to the furniture and the street and so forth. Yep. But if you're going to go all out like that for a film, animate them. Yeah, I think well. do, do, do a Lion King. I think it almost would have... Yeah, yeah, I think... And, you know, and maybe humanise their features a little bit, I suppose. 
but I think it would have actually worked better. Yeah, I feel bad because Judy Dench is in it, <laughs> but um, I just I'm curious about this one. But I don't know if it works because to me, it looks like a stage show, which is fine. But I don't want that in a theatrical production. Mm. And just even hearing the the, the little sample there of uh, memories, the you know the signature song. Which yeah, I think that's Jennifer Hudson singing. It it. Is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, look. You, uh, it's it's what it goes both ways. It's the song you want because that's the signature song, but you are competing against a legacy that is Elaine Page, who is the greatest Broadway performer in history and West End performer. Like she's just amazing, and just from that sample, uh, Jennifer falls short as well, and that's the signature song that's got so much emotional heart to it. I, yeah, I want to like this, but I don't think I do. No, I I don't like it. Um, I'm I might watch it just to to see what it's all about because I've never actually ever seen any kind of anything about cats. Yeah, I, yeah, I know I... I know nothing about it. Yeah. Um, but I'm sure it's not a terrible film because like it's Tom Hooper directing it as well. He did the yeah. he did the Les Mis re- remake with which was great. Hugh Jackman which and was Res- really nice. yeah, I yeah. liked it. Yeah. yeah, everyone said that was incredible as well. Mm. Um, but yeah, my main problem with this trailer is just the fact that their faces look like they've been really badly photoshopped onto their bodies. Yeah, that's my main mm. issue, and I don't understand why they had to be CG. Why the fuck could they not have had them real fur, real makeup? Mm. There's pra- I, there is practical effects. They could have done that. I, I suppose in that instance, because we've come into the times where everything is CG, and think about the fact that um, if you go back to, uh, say, um, The Grinch Who Stole Christmas, mm. that was all like special effects makeup. And it looked awesome. And it looked amazing. It looked real. Um, and But this time around, they've decided to go CG because it's got to be a lot easier. It's going to take less time for the actors to get ready. All they have to put on is their motion tracking suits. Yeah. Yeah. But then, yeah, that, that makes sense. That sort of cuts out the cost, I would assume. That makes sense. Yeah. But... <laughs> In this day and age, when you can do Josh Brolin as Thanos and have it convincing, yeah, for two movies, and you get, and then in, in another film that's big and obviously has a big budget, you get this. Yeah, it doesn't look right. There's, there's no, not really any. I, I'm sorry. I really, I hate to be harsh because I'm not usually harsh, but I just, I, there's no excuse in this day and age for that. Yeah. No, I I agree with you in the sense that they could have done the look a lot better in costuming with special effects yeah, makeup with practical that, effects yeah that would have actually they would have been able to pull it off a or lot just, better or just better rendered CG because yeah. like it just looks it just if they'd it, done yeah, if they'd done something different with the face yeah it literally it's really just the face you're right me. you're right it's, it literally looks like their faces have been cut out of their own bodies yep. pasted onto yep. these bodies uh-huh. and you can see the feathering yep yeah, it just looks so out yeah, of place. It's, it's blended very poorly. Yeah, I, st- I still stand by. I would have loved them to have just used like real. Ca- I would have loved them to do like what they did. Like, oh well, if, if they'd done a CG cat, yeah, that yeah. would have been yeah, yeah would have been, been would have been really cool. I think been it would make more sense. Yeah, yeah. and and then I, I think again, it's just seeing because they'd still look so human. Again, mm. I get it. It's that you know linked to stage roots and things like that, but it just doesn't sit right. No, with me no, here. no. And again, if you're gonna just do bad CGI, just throw them in costumes. 
Yeah. Like, honestly, yeah. you can do amazing things with costumes. Yeah. And really honestly, can. if they were in costumes and you could just see how it all, you know, the outlines of where their headgear is and stuff, I don't think I would care. Because <laughs> you'd go, they're in costumes. That was beautiful. And I was going to say, like, don't they do those costumes for the stage show anyway? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. Like, they yeah. do. I was going to say, man, they could have got them, like, half half costume yeah. and then put motion tracking on to their... To tidy it on, up a little on, bit. Yeah, on certain areas of their body or their face just to mm. fix it up a little bit. It's just... Yeah. As I said, I want to like it, but I don't think yeah. I, I yeah. can or yeah. will. Yeah. yeah. Um, Just, it's sad. Too, yeah. And, and I will say, if um, you're unfamiliar with Cats, Google Memories, mm. Elaine Page, okay. and watch her perform it on stage, okay. and you'll see why it is one of the greatest songs ever written for a musical. And oh, wow. the emotional punch she puts into it. Yeah. It's essentially talk. It's She's an older cat, and she's lonely because mm. nobody stops to pat an old cat. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. it's okay. beautiful. All right. Yeah. I have to check it out. Highly recommended. Okay. All right. yeah. cool. Excellent. I um, want to talk, I want to talk about the King's Man. Yes, let's talk about the King's Man. <laughs> that's the one out of all those that I think that's the one that I'm most excited about. Okay. Great. So that's going to be really cool to see cuz I've seen the first two films of the Kingsman mm. um see the sequels. Um now and this one's a prequel. So I want to know how it all started. <laughs> and this is exciting. Yes, it looks it's, really it's good. It's taking it back to like World War One. Yes. Yeah. So I just want to see how, you know, they became these, you know, spies in, you know, these handsome tailored suits. <laughs> just want to know where it all began. I'm just so excited. Yes. <laughs> Super excited. Yes. Yeah. And I'm just, great. I'm wondering because the first two films, they were very um, satirical in a way. No, they, oh, were, they were quite funny. Yeah, yeah, there's some comedy. So I'm, assu- I'm like, I'm wondering whether they're going to do the same thing with this one. Probably. You, we didn't really see any yeah, of that in this trailer. No, though. we didn't. No. Um, so I'm, I'm wondering how that's gonna, how they're gonna incorporate the comedy into this particular film. So mm. unless they're gonna go a little bit more dramatic this time around, but you know, mm-hmm. we'll see. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I can't wait. Yeah. Yes. And Kendall, you had a bit of a reaction to Picard. I did, yeah. yes, so, yes. Was that one of your highlights in that this? That was definitely one of my here? definitely one of my highlights. Was definitely Picard. Mm-hmm. Um, I yeah, I don't know. I, I I watched a bunch of random episodes of of Next Gen growing up, mm-hmm. and some of the movies that featured the Next Gen cast. Yes, uh, in it. Um, so I've got a little bit of familiarity with these characters, um, which was all brought back because you know we got to see Data return in this trailer love as data. well i know <laughs> brent spiner is fantastic yeah, I love data. uh data is awesome one of, he was probably my favorite character in the original show um and seven of nine jerry ryan is in this as well um and yeah just this looks it looks like a movie mm. like this trailer really felt more like a movie than a 10 episode series yeah. to me but that's not a bad thing. No. Um, but it, it looks so good. It's cut really well. The effects are really well done. Mm. Um, Patrick Stewart is just perfect <laughs> as Picard. He's so great. Yeah. Um, it's so cool to see him revisit this character. Um, and I just... I just got really excited. Like I was, it brought out the the inner Trekkie in me <laughs> that was long is long dormant mm. for, for a while. But yeah, really, really awesome. Um, I also really yeah 
loved Jane Silent Bob reboot. I'm a huge Kevin Smith fan, as, as if it wasn't obvious. Um, <laughs> and um, I'm, yeah, I'm, I've been hearing him talk about this movie on his podcasts for months and months yes, and months. Yes, um, So it's, I'm so glad to finally see some footage from that. And I'm, yeah, I, more rats is, yeah. Mm. My God, just, <laughs> it's so good. And Dog, Dogma as well. Okay. It's another one of his that I adore through and through. Um, Alan Rickman's in that for you, but. I don't know if you, I don't know if you would like that movie or not, but know. but you would like Alan Rickman and he's very good in it. <laughs> um, yeah, it chapter two. I put up a reaction video to this. Yeah, um, you did. So <laughs> great video. Can you liked it? Yeah, of course. Oh, great. <laughs> it's you. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. So that was fun. Really great trailer. So freaking keen to see mm. the way they end this because it just looks brilliant. Yeah. It looks so brilliant. Um, yeah, his Dark Materials, loved that. Uh, the Witcher, I was really interested in as well. Uh, might be the new Game of Thrones. It's very much got that vibe. Mm. Um, I haven't read the books, never played the game, so I don't really know much about it. But mm. Henry Cavill looks really good mm. um, in this role. Uh, better than the promo photos that were released a few months ago. Um, I really like seeing him in action in this. So I think that's going to be really good. Um, and yeah. And then Top Gun, I only ever watched the f- like Top Gun for the first time, um, uh, a couple of years ago. What did uh, you think of it? I, I liked it. I liked it. I think I need to rewatch it, but yeah, I, I liked it. I have to say, I, I liked Top Gun. I watched it as a kid. I don't think it was great. <laughs> no. Mate, like even no. for someone who had watched it when it was sort of, out i guess and, yeah and things like that and got a lot of airtime and things like that i enjoyed it but i was like i didn't quite get well, the obsession with it it kind of drags in, in certain spots yeah um it's a bit it's paced a bit weird but um there's some good characters mm. in it and tom cruise is great in it um and do you yeah. know what's great about the casting of tom cruise in the role yeah he actually doesn't meet the height requirement in real life <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Which I think is just beautiful. It's great. <laughs> That's hilarious. I, yeah, but I, I'll, I'm probably going to watch this. Um, mm. And I don't know if anyone noticed, but the in the the music there was the, the, in the trailer that the top the original Top Gun theme was in the music. Oh. but it was with it sounded like different instruments, so it sounds yeah a bit different, different. But I noticed it at the end, and I was like, oh, that's, that's cool. clever. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Very cool. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, that's that's me for. Trailer Park, that's all of us. The, the most epic trailer park <laughs> of all time. Absolutely. Some great trailers in there. Absolutely. Yeah. Fantastic trailers. Um, all right. Fulia. Yes. You've got a quickie review for us. I do. I do. And I'm dying to hear this. <laughs> quickie review. So. So. This weekend, I went to see... The live action of Disney's The Lion King. Oh my goodness. Yes. Okay. Oh my goodness. Yes. Okay. Um, I actually enjoyed it. Okay, good. So good. that's good. Yes. The, the CG of the animals is amazing. Yes. The cinematography is beautiful. Yes. Um, and they've used a lot. So if you know the story of The Lion King, it's pretty much... The same, but with a little bit of their own sort of touches to them. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I did a little uh, reading uh, about it, and apparently the actors got a chance. John Favreau actually gave 
the actors a chance to do a lot of improving in this. Oh, wow. So a lot of the improv, apparently, is in the film. Oh, cool. Um, There are certain lines that you expect to hear um, from certain characters, but then it sort of twists it a little bit. And it makes it um, like it makes it more a little bit more interesting or a bit more funny. Okay. Um, you still get the same chills when the opening, you know, sunrise comes in with mm. the music. You get the same crying emotional effect when Mufasa dies. <laughs> oh my god! Wake up! <laughs> <laughs> I I cried. I yeah. cried. <laughs> um, however. I wasn't that impressed with some of the voice acting for some of the characters. Okay. Um, now, Scar, we all know, in the animated version, is very sassy. Mm. In this particular version, not so much. Okay. Yeah. Um, Was he just t- more of a dick? Yeah, sort of, a, <laughs> sort of a jerk, but he's a lot more toned down. Okay. So he doesn't have the same level of... Um, enthusiasm in the character as the animated one is because you know like scar is probably my all-time favorite disney animated villain i don't know so i'm going to hate him here probably yeah yeah. look kudos to chiwetel ejiofor i'm sorry i'm probably butchering chiwetel ejiofor okay cool um he did he did a great job he has a really great voice he's he's fantastic actor yeah he's got a great voice but um for just for me, Scar just wasn't up there in terms of his, you know, sassiness. Well, I mean, it's hard to compete with Jeremy Irons, right? <laughs> like, come yes. on. <laughs> and how did, how did Scar look in the end? Because okay. I know when we were talking about the trailer, yeah, I think I was probably the only one who said, "Oh no, I don't mind the look of Scar. He looks a bit ratty yeah, and yeah, different." Yeah. So Scar, Scar in the live action. So in the animated film, he is he's got a black mane. Yeah. In this one, it's not. Black, yep. It's and it's not golden like Mufasa's of would course, be. Of course, yeah. But it's still got this sort of an ashy look to it, and he's still got you know a scar that you can see, but yes. it's kind of subtle. Hence the name, yeah. Yeah. Um. But he's yeah. It's I don't know. Like it's not as prominent. Okay. But you can tell it's scar. Yeah, yeah. You can obviously you know tell that that's the character. Yeah. Um. I'm. Really, really glad they got James Earl Jones back to play Mufasa. Yes. <laughs> Only one of cinema's greatest voices. Exactly. Uh, he did an awesome job, as per usual, like he did in the actual animated yeah. one. It was so good. Um, yeah, like I said, there was just a little bit, uh, a little bit of differences here and there, and they got to, and so the characters got to improv. To begin with, they got to improv the whole movie. Wow. But that in itself would have been a different movie. Yeah, exactly. So they've added in a lot of the um, a lot of the improvs. Um, Zazu, who was played by John Oliver, um, not as uh, not as great as um, mm. Rowan Atkinson in the animated. Yeah. Um, so not as animated yeah. in, in his yeah. voice, unfortunately. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so for you, it's, I'm sensing that this movie is a bit more toned down and maybe takes itself a bit more seriously. Yeah, it kind of does. It kind of does. Okay. But it still has the same um, comedy scenes as the original did with Timon and Pumbaa. Yes. And, you know, with you know some of the things with Simba. Yeah. Um, of course, you need Timon and Pumbaa in yeah. the story, don't you? Because yeah. oh. so much bad things are happening. Exactly. The they need the comic hunts. relief. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, one thing I will mention... 
Rafiki is not as um, he. You don't see Rafiki as much. Okay. In this compared to in the animated. Right. Um, he's only there for like a few scenes. Yeah. And then you get the big reveal of him I in the battle scene. Yeah. In the yeah. battle scenes. Okay. Right. Um, but for majority of the time, he's he's not speaking English. Um, so I think oh, it's, wow. I don't know, if, I don't know the language they're speaking. It's, it's a, I think it's some sort of African language, African dialect, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. but I'm not sure which one it is. So That's when, cool. when he does pop up in the scenes, you do see him yeah. speaking in, an, in a different language. Um, but he does speak English like yeah. a few times here and there. I reckon that's cool though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they've, t- they've turned him back a little bit as well. Mm-hmm. I know I'm talking a lot about the actors, mm-hmm. um, but overall, I have to say it didn't really, it didn't get to the point where the actual animated version was. I feel like it uh, n- never, yeah. but I don't, does anyone, go, I don't, I don't, like, does anyone go into it thinking it will though, to be honest? No, yeah. no. But if that's, if you do go in expecting that, <laughs> you're going to be disappointed. Yeah. Um, Take it as, it, yeah, as it's Yeah, exactly. Thing. It's. It's a lot darker yeah. than the actual original. I'm sensing that. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot more darkness to it. Yeah. There's, and there's also a few scenes here and there that um, they've kind of... There are certain scenes in the animated version where they've sort of stretched it out a little bit mm. and it works. Yeah. But they've cut it short in this film. Okay. Um, and... It kind of worked, but didn't. Like, um, my best friend Alex, who was there as well, she said that the scene where um, Simba comes to the realization that he needs to go back to to the Pride Rock um, was too quick compared to what it was in the actual film. He took a little bit longer to realize that he needs to go back. Whereas in this one, it was a very quick turnaround. Yeah. Um, And I have to agree. Okay. Um, Timon and Pumbaa were awesome, <laughs> just as usual. I was a little bit skeptical about the <laughs> the voice actors. <laughs> they did well. Yeah, they really did well. Yeah, I, I hear they're a bit of a highlight. Yes, yeah, yes, they are, which is good. Um, and I and I'm kind of glad that they they did it really well. And th- I think that's where most of the improv may have came in. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, with Seth Rogen and Billy Eichner. And Billy Eichner. Yes. Um, now Timon's voice wasn't <laughs> as, uh, animated <laughs> as the original, as Nathan, as Lane. Nathan Lane, yes. which it's kind of hard to be because Nathan Lane's amazing. Yes. yes. Um, but Seth Rogen did really well as Pumbaa. Yeah. I was actually quite surprised. Mm. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Um, he was, it was kind of cute, funny. So, <laughs> and I love the, I love the scene that when you First, hear about you know how there's a the song they sing about you know it's Hakuna Matata, yeah, and they do a little flashback to Pumbaa's young life, yeah. They do that in this oh, when cute. I was a young warthog, and you actually see this tiny little baby warthog in this oh, watering hole. Oh, it's so annoying. Oh, no. so is, is, the, is the whole film a musical as well? Like, is does it the, the, the songs, songs or it's the all the songs, same? The songs are in there. Yeah, um, they have all of the songs in there. I think there's one in there that's. New, okay, which is the Beyonce the one, Beyonce right? one, no, the which song. Hey, I have to, well, you've got Beyonce, why wouldn't you? I suppose, yeah. I have to admit that you know, the, the scene where Simba is running through the desert to go back yeah. to Pride mm-hmm. Rock, mm-hmm. how it has that, that soundtrack, that background music where it's 
very you know lifting and yeah. um, inspiring type of music mm-hmm. in this one they've got beyonce singing uh, it sort of doesn't work it doesn't, to be okay. honest. It doesn't quite match the no okay. it doesn't match the tone to be honest like that's just me yeah um but yeah yeah cool so so what would you give the lion king out of five i would give this a three and a half okay out of five um it it was good yeah it just didn't get me just there. wasn't great yeah. no it wasn't great okay. unfortunately right. but it's still worth going and seeing just okay. to get you know just so you, can, you at least say that you've seen it yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> okay. and that was my quick very long quick <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing quick about this podcast no, no, <laughs> and that's fine because we have a lot to say and a lot of cool things to talk about yes thank you so much for that for yeah, that's all right great review very good review um okay so that means Woo. now yeah it's <laughs> it's time what is wrong with you <laughs> are you okay she's very excited i just feel like <laughs> she's just done my quickie review and now i'm just like Woo, yeah it's done <laughs> Oh, fantastic. Okay, oh. so it's popcorn culture time, kids. Yeah. yeah. What was the question that we asked last week? What's your favorite one hit wonder? Yes. And why? And why? What was yours, Kendall? What yes. was mine? All right, let's go. Here we are. One hit wonder time. Um, yes, I have a few. My my number one, if I had to pick absolutely one, and I'm not because I'm greedy, but in, <laughs> if a gun was held to my head, uh, I would have to say, um, Would I Lie to You by Charles and Eddie. Yeah. It is a banger and a half. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking adore that song. It's so good. I love the way they sing it. The, the you know, the melody is great and the chorus is catchy as hell. It's just, it's such a great, yeah, mm. it's such a great song. I, yeah. Yeah, I could listen to it all day. Um, others I have, uh, Shackles Praise You by Mary Mary. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Man. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Another banger. Do you love that one? I love it. I'm just going <laughs> to sort of try to play some of these songs. I was, um, I was obsessed with that a bit. I remember when it came out mm-hmm. in like late nineties, early two thousands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, yeah. Oh, so good. Shackles yeah. <laughs> yeah. So good. Oh, amazing. So good. Amazing. Uh, I love it. Yeah. Um, okay. Another one it would be, oh, actually, I think the rest are all from the 80s. Um, best decade for music. Best decade for music. <laughs> 110%. Um, Owner of a Lonely Heart by Yes. Yes. That's actually a pretty good song. It's a really great song. Yeah. That I Although I have adore. to admit, I think I've only ever heard the remix, which oh, came out okay. in like the 2000s. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I love the original, <laughs> the original version. It's great. Um, Slice of Heaven by Dave Dobbin, yeah. which was the Foot Rock Flats uh, theme song. Yes. Um, so it's Kiwi, so, you know, I'm portraying my country a little bit. That's all right. No, it's um, great. It's a great song. It's, a song. <laughs> it's a freaking great song. It's one of my, one of my go-to karaoke songs, actually. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. It's fantastic. 
Um, and my last song of my five would be Teardrops by Womack and Womack. Yes. Yeah, another, another 80s banger. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, just all of them, I would just, I could make a list and just listen to them over and over. I just, nice. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. so, much, so much fun. They're my, they're my, they're my jams. My wanted, wanted jams. Yeah. Uh, Fulia. Yes. What are yours? Okay. Now, I had a little research this week. And as I was going down the rabbit hole of YouTube, (laughs) finding all these awesome songs, I found a theme to the songs that I grew up with. Yes. And they're all one-hit wonders, and I did my little Wikipedia searches to make sure. Yeah. A lot of them were number ones, or at least, you know, top fives. Yeah. Um, And then the the artist or or the group just didn't... You know, they kind of plateaued afterwards. Yeah. Um, so see if you can pick the theme. Okay. I'm going to just roll off this list. All right, so go for we've it. got Eiffel 65 Blue. Yeah. We've got Mr. President Coco Jumbo. <laughs> I knew that would be on your <laughs> <laughs> And I knew this because we, you may recall, faithful, faithful viewers or listeners, I should say, when we re- recanted a moment at. Full year's birthday celebrations. Yeah. The one song that got her onto the dance floor yep. was Coco Jumbo. <laughs> Full year, this is all you, my yeah. dear. Okay, stop singing that one out. This podcast has really lived up to the name of refusing to behave this week, but I love it. It's great. Um, let's no, keep going down the list. Song, yes. um, Absolutely, it's so much fun. Labouche, Sweet Dreams of oh. Rhythm and Dancing. Mm-hmm. Um, Hadaway, What is Love? Oh, that was yeah. huge when it came out. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Real McCoy, Another Night. Yes. Oh, I love that one. Uh, Culture Beat, Mr. Vane. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Unique 2, Break My Stride. Oh, yeah. The original blew my mind because I had no idea the original was actually by Matthew Wilder. Okay. I don't know who that is. Who's Should Matthew I? Wilder? I don't know who Matthew Wilder is, but I have no idea. What blew my mind? What blew my mind was it was a male that was singing it. I've broken my co-host. I'm sorry. That's how blonde I can be. <laughs> Even though I'm not technically. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I iterate. The thing that blew my mind was it was an actual... It was a male that sung it. I've always known it to be a female. Wasn't just any male, though, Fulia. It was Matthew Wilder. <laughs> Whoever you are. <laughs> I don't know why these guys have just gone nuts. You know why? Because the way you said it, Kendall and I are just like, and? <laughs> and I mean, the, the way you said it, I was a little embarrassed to say I have no idea who he was. Yeah, and you're um, looking at me like, I don't know who he was, and I'm like, I have no you know idea. everyone, Kendall, because you're that amazing. Oh. <laughs> you 
worker JB. You, you're the you're the, the queen of music. In this you know what's so funny? What's so funny now? You're gonna have somebody come up to you. And go, have you got Matthew Wilder? Look, he had a few singles. Break my stride was the oh my was God. his highest peaking in the US at number five. And then, yeah. okay, break my stride is a fantastic song, <laughs> and I just want to say I am wiping tears out of my eyes because <laughs> God, that was funny. Oh my God, bless you, Fuller. Oh my gosh, Fuller, you're so funny. You're amazing. <laughs> oh, I continue. And that, added, add, that added ten years to my life. Go on. <laughs> <I'm breaking>. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Two Unlimited, No Limit. Yes. Um, oh. Snap, Rhythm is a Dancer. Yeah. That's a classic. And Lee, Two Times. Two times, yeah. That one, yep. And Amber, This Is Your Night. Yeah, that's also a good one. Now, do you understand what that theme is? What is that thing? Yeah, 90s dance music. Euro dance. Oh, they're all European. They're all European dance music. That is Matthew Wilder. Ladies and gentlemen, Matthew Wilder. <laughs> My boy, Matthew Wilder. <laughs> it's just. Please look this up. It's so no, 80s. Yeah. A bunch of a bunch of people playing instruments with um, backup singers and like and dan- backup dancers. Oh, yes, that's enough of that. <laughs> Kendall's offended. I'm, I'm not offended. I'm not offended. This is just going to be a three-hour episode. <laughs> Look, I'm not the one who called that Matthew Wilder, yeah? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, so you right Dance, Growing Uri Up, Dance. Has, been, has been my genre of music. And I think that's sort of where my love of house and techno sort oh. of started. I would think so, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So And, you know, being able to listen to these while I was looking them up, was just so much fun because it just took me back, you know, down memory lane and yeah. I just started dancing while I was yeah. sitting there. <laughs> yeah, well, there's a, like, I really, This Is Your Night is probably one of my favorites out of, yeah. that, out of yeah. that list. Like, that that was a great song. I yeah. didn't realize they were all by European artists, so. Yeah, I no, mean, look, the, the genre is Euro dance. Um, a lot of them were, I think, like German or um, they were Scandinavian. Yeah. Um, yeah, Eiffel 65 is an Italian electronic group. Yeah. Um, mm. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, so they're... There you go. They're all European, and, and I love it. That's awesome. Yeah. Some good picks. Yeah. Blasts from the past. <laughs> what about Featuring you? Featuring Matthew Wilder. <laughs> oh, man. I'm, look, can I just put this out there? <laughs> It's going to take me an extraordinarily long time to get over this moment. <laughs> I'm just hoping I'll go to Yeah, no, 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 no. I feel like I need to research this, man. <laughs> I, oh, it just... You cannot, <laughs> you cannot recreate the perfection of that moment. I've just never seen Fulia so excited to mention an artist's name and not have any idea who he wants. <laughs> was it was when lisa confessed to homo that she had a crush on on uh, what was his name lionel alden or something and homer's like i have no idea who that is <laughs> it's just it that moment amazing okay so wait yes now that you've composed yourself a tiny bit just a tiny bit just yes a, only a tiny bit yeah um what do you have a list yeah us? well i just well i thought about one probably one of my all-time favorite uh, one Hit Wonders was an artist called Colette from the 80s and she did a cover of Ring My Bell 
and oh, that's actually yeah. quite a like a, that was a real really fun song. And yeah. If you want pure eighties pop, yeah, that was it. Uh, that's one of those thing, one of those songs that will guarantee get me moving because yeah. <laughs> it's just so fun. Like the way it's done, it's just gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if I then have to think about one of the other ones that I think was a lot of fun. It was right said Fred's I'm too sexy. Hey. So I just love that. I just love everything about it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So uh, they're my two picks. I know who they're by. <laughs> okay, whatever. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm not that smart. <laughs> I just feel like. <laughs> oh, trust me, in that moment, you were the smartest one in the room. <laughs> wow. Or the most confident one. Ladies and gentlemen, we have broken Wayne as well. Oh yeah, you broke both of us. Yes. Oh, thank you so much. You know what? You know what the best part of this is it's on recording. Yeah. <laughs> I think I just realised I'm. Like, I can go back and listen to this. <laughs> I'm so excited. Oh my god. Thank you so much. I feel like um, we should probably move on. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, because you guys had some answers as well. Yeah. So. Uh, our first response comes from uh, Bethany Griffiths, and she says, There are only two acceptable answers, Chumbawamba, mm-hmm. Tub Thumping, and Taxi Ride, Creeping Up Slowly. Anyone else is lying or was not a 10-year-old in the mid-2000s? Yeah. Thank you, Bethany. Um, yes, Chumbawamba, obviously. Uh, tub, tub Thumping was insane. Oh, huge I rem- Yeah, that was, it was number one for yeah. weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks in like 97, 98. And do you know what though? I think it's like such a pick-me-up song as well though. Yeah. I just love that chorus. I get knocked down, but I get up again. Yeah. yeah I, just, I just love that. It's a great pump-up yeah, song. Regardless of what it is singing about, <laughs> you know, that it's, I think it's more about alcohol-infused shenanigans. Yeah. Uh, but it's, look, it's a metaphor for life. Yeah, it I is. I just think, yeah, I love this song so much. Bethany's absolutely right. Absolutely. Absolute classic. Yeah. And Creeping Up Slowly is a great song. Yeah, I love yeah. Creeping Up Slowly, but I, Bethany, I see that and I raise you, get set. I think that's an even better song. Yeah, yeah. true, actually. And that was their, 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 their breakthrough hit, I think, their mm. first single. And I, I, I adore that song. Yeah. But Creeping, cool. Up, Creeping Up Slowly is really, really good as well. Um, also, Taxi Ride, just a great Aussie band. Really. Yeah, true. Like, yeah, miss them. They were great. Um, thank you so much, Bethany. Mm. Our next response comes from the amazing Ash Hall. Hey, Ash. Hey, Ash. And his response is My Sharona by The Knack. Nice. Top tier song, and they were a good live band. They could have gone on to so much more, but made the mistake of releasing their best song as their first song. (laughs) Usually the way, that's why they're one-hit wonders. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great, great track. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, it's a good one, Marsha, right now. Yeah. I mean, what, it was recorded, released in, what, the 70s or 80s? Maybe the 80s? Yeah. And then it came out, and then it got big again in the 90s because of Reality Bites. Right, It was attached to that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. It's a, it's a everyone, good one. Everyone loves my show. Yeah, I think it's, so. It's, 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 again, it's one of those really fun songs as well. It's a good sing-along. Gets everyone on the dance floor. Yeah. I mean, and Mark James has piped in and he's like, delight grooves in the heart. <laughs> nice. I love Mark, that one too. Mark James, excellent choice. Yeah, yes. It's, it's fun, yeah. Yeah, I remember when that song came out. And that was like early 90s. Yes. Like really early. I, I've got memories of that song, seeing it on like... 
rage or something when mm. I was like a toddler. I don't know, just seeing it on the TV. Yeah, because yeah. it was a very trippy music video and very sixties influenced. Okay, because it's like all like flower child colors mm. and and mod style fashion and yeah, all this yeah. stuff. Yeah, cool. It's really cool. Love delight. Yeah, grooves in the heart. Thanks, Mark. Our next response comes from Lorna Middleton. Mm. And she says, It's raining men. The weather girls had so much sass. Plus, it was nice to see guys being the ones sexualized and out in silly, skimpy outfits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Good point, Lorna. Like, yes. It's raining men, Homer Simpson's favorite song of all time. Yes, this is true. <laughs> and it's, it's, again, it's just a fun song. It's one of the, it's, I love the beat. I love the lyrics. I just love the personality of the girls, the way that they begin the song with just talking to one another. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot to love about a training man. And it's endured for a reason. It has it's one of those, yeah. yes. You know, and Jerry Hallwell's cover actually isn't that bad either. I was gonna say yeah. it's a really good cover. Yeah. Yeah. I really like that cover. Yeah. Um, yeah, very good choice, Lorna. Thank yes. you very much. Yeah, good call. Next up we have Shannon Craven. Hey Shannon. Uh, he says, okay, has to be Aha, Take On Me. Might be an obvious choice, but I do love that song. Yes. Mm. Another absolute classic. My dad would sing this song a lot every time it came on. And what's especially, it say- especially when we were growing up, he yeah. would sing it. And what's it sound like with a Turkish oh accent? Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, no. Turkish, Aussie, and American accent all rolled into one. Gorgeous. And what does it sound like? Oh my goodness. It's just, especially because he loves singing the part where it goes high pitch. <laughs> and I'm just, I, I look away in embarrassment. I'm like, I don't know you, Dad. <laughs> and he'll just laugh. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> That's a really great, uh, really great song. And I loved what they did with it most recently in Deadpool 2. It was really cool. Yeah, I've forgotten what, what they did. It was it, towards the end of the film, uh, Wade and Wade's dying yeah and he, he crosses over to vanessa and then yeah and it's like playing like a ballad like version of it oh okay it's, it's really sweet yeah 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 but yeah. but um the original version is is a classic iconic 80s song yes uh and the video is is iconic as well for the animation that it uses so, yeah yeah it's, yeah, it's cool. great thanks so much shannon thanks shannon and daniel lansfield said she's so high oh great song now. yeah it's, <laughs> it's a lovely one i one. remember when that came out as well yeah, yeah. yeah. that's a you really start to feel song. old when you say things like that you yeah do. <laughs> i remember that came yeah, out. yeah. yeah. <laughs> And he said, is it Atlante? Yeah, Atlante. By Atlante. By yes. Sash. Uh-huh. Yes. Not really a one-hit wonder, but a great song. Yes. Yeah, Sash well, they, Sash had a couple of good songs. So they had Atlante. <coughs> I don't know if I remember this one, though. And they also had um, Ecuador. Okay. They're the two main ones that I remember specifically. <coughs> I remember Atlante quite a bit because yeah. just it, it's very striking, the, yes. the music video, the song. And, like... Mm. Because uh, it's all dark and it's in like this big warehouse, mm. and he and there's Sash in the middle just playing the song on two electronic keyboards. Yeah, and there's like, like and chains. The chains. And yeah, the yeah, I remember are that. From chains, and then just like I don't know. Yeah, so it's it's very it's very, it's a, it's a very techno trance <laughs> yes. type of uh, type of song. Yes, okay. I, I that's one of my songs to get hyped up for hockey. Yeah. Oh, cute. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. It's it's, a, Really good beat to it. Yeah. It does have yeah. a really good beat. Mm, yeah. Awesome. Um, yes. 
Thank you so much, Daniel. And that's it. That's everyone's responses. Thank you, everybody, yeah. for sending in your answers. Thank you, thank you. I love how they were all different songs. Yes. And nothing crossed over. <laughs> yeah, good call. Good job, everyone. Well, well done. done. Yeah, clicks to you. Loved it. Clicks. Yay. All right. Uh, Fulia. Yes. What is the question for next week? Next week's question is, what is your favorite sequel versus least favorite sequel within the same franchise? So many franchises to choose from. Yes. So many. Yes. Uh, yes. So are we doing, are we, we're doing films or are we doing TV shows? Um, I would I'd say films. Films, films yeah. Films. I mean, you could go anything, I suppose, yeah, but yeah. films generally stick out, don't yeah, they? Yeah, film probably most, but yeah, if, if, if a TV series comes mm. to mind, oh, go for it. Or even a game. Yeah. There are, oh, yeah. There are, there are multiple, multiple things in a franchise, like, for instance, Super Mario. It has See, a multiple... There's yeah, so many, imagine. so many games. Yeah. I just don't think of games. No, I never do. I never do either. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. No, that's no, all right. That's, that's uh, a good idea. Game, yes. Games definitely yeah. is a good answer. Yeah. So just any sort of TV, game, movies, uh, any franchise, your favorite and mm. your least favorite. Yeah. And why? Done. Yep. Love it. Great. That's Remember ne- to use hashtag tell Fred. Yes. Yeah. Next week's question. Fantastic news. All right. So what's <clears throat> up with Fred then? Um, well, yes, I've got a non-scripted ramblings up, my reaction to the It True trailer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, check that out, pretty please. Also have a written review for Stranger Things, season yeah, three. <laughs> Thank you, Rain, for putting that up on that the website. It was a pleasure. Thank you for writing it. It's a great review, Kendall. <laughs> Thank you. I agree with you wholeheartedly on it. Excellent. Yes. Thank you so much. Um, so go check that out on the Fred the Alien website, people. Um, I'm working on Collectible Chaos. Yep. Fulia and I are coming together this week to film. Are we allowed to know or is it going to be a surprise? It's, well, it's going to be Marvel related. I'll just say that. All right. Yeah, go on. <laughs> <laughs> so Wayne's not going to enjoy this one so much, but that's what we'll yes. say. So but yeah, far. so we're hinting it's Marvel related. It then. is Marvel, okay. Marvel related. Yes. This month. Um, yeah. And I think... I think that might be all from me. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yes. Great. Yeah. Uh, look, as for me, in terms of Fred, I am still doing Fred Watch. So we've had the Wreck-It Ralph review. Yes. Very uh, good review. Mm-hmm. Thank you. So Philip and I chat about that. Talk about gaming. It <laughs> <laughs> was about that. Prior to that, we did have our Pride Month special. Yes. Uh, so our first Pride Month special with a rare movie called Stonewall. So not the current one, <laughs> the the recent one that yeah, caused I, controversy. I need to ask you about that off mic, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Because um, yeah. I would love to hear your thoughts on that. But yeah. I loved I loved the review of this movie. Yeah, thank yeah, you. It yeah, good. it's a it's a it's a great little. Uh, I really want to watch movie. it. Yes, uh, we will have a date and watch it together. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Uh, yeah, so that's our. We've got another review coming soon, one every month. Uh, Phil and I still need to record the one for August. But also in August, we're going to have a bonus review. Yeah. Uh, featuring Kendall and Fulia and Philip and Kristen and yes. myself. Yay. Yes. And one of the greatest movies ever made. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Truly. Yeah. So keep keep out for that one. Yes. And a little bonus series with Breadwatch and... What a great way to launch it with the movie that we've got coming up. Yes. Um, and speaking of Fred Watch, Kendall, you'll absolutely love this. Uh, f- uh, as of August, Fred Watch is going to move to Mondays. Oh. Yes. Uh, written reviews. Uh, because I am presenting Marvel Mondays oh. on Fred Watch. 
What? Yeah. Yeah. So I'll be reviewing every movie in the MCU from August. <laughs> oh my god! Really? Every Monday. Yep. Oh my god! Absolutely. <laughs> so if you haven't had your fix of MCU <laughs> yeah. from Kendall in her non-scripted ramblings, you get to see me going all the way from Iron Man up to Spider-Man: Homecoming. Oh, yeah. Spider-Man: wow. Far From Home. Yeah. And then some. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so, mm. so, Critical Eye. Yeah. Yeah. Critical Eye. No bias. No bias. No, no bias. No, okay. Yes. And it's Fred Watch, and we all know I take Fred Watch seriously. Yes, you do. Yeah, so, honest opinions. Oh my god. Yeah, so, I it, that'll take us out to the end of the year. I actually that will. worked out perfectly. So. Oh, wow. Yeah, so nice. it'll mean the first movie of next year reviewed will be Far From Home. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, there's that many of the fuckers. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so Fred Watch, as of August, will move to Monday, written reviews for my Marvel Mondays, and we'll have the occasional Thursday reviews as well, so fully we'll have one animated review Yay. every Thursday, and we'll still have our podcasts out on the occasional Thursday Okay, too. awesome. Yeah, wow, that's so, huge news. So a lot, lot more Fred Watch reviews. Yeah. yeah. Thank awesome. you. So what as, about yourself? Yeah. As for me, Incompetent Gamers, Foolish Fuji still continues her little crime solving in <laughs> <laughs> Murdered Soul Suspect. Um, I've decided to do, and I think I started this last week, um, I've decided to every Saturday morning you will get a little highlight video from mm. my stream. They're gorgeous. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they're only about me reacting to the scares. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I'm still going through that. Uh, uh, I'm not sure what's going on with Darth Puddin with his uh, installment of Incompetent Gamers. I've got a feeling there's a new one that's just been released, I think, as part of Sunday Slackers. Mm. Um, I think it's a Star Wars one by the look of it. Yeah, you did have a Star Wars one out on, yes. over the weekend, I think, yes. wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. And so there's that. Um, yeah, as uh, Wayne has mentioned, I will have a Fred Watch review uh, in August uh, animated. Mm-hmm. And that will be um, I see. Oh, one oh, of my awesome. favorite animated films. <laughs> Sid the Sloth. <laughs> so cute. I love John Leguizamo. Yes. <laughs> yeah. He's hilarious. Yes. So um, stay tuned for that. Um, I think that's probably it from me. Oh, the monthly will be out next week. Yes, yeah. I'm excited for that. So this oh, month's question, great. do we still want to... we fishing for answers still? Yeah, yes. why not? Um, so basically we're going to be comparing the original 1991... Or 1992? 1991. 1992? 1991. Aladdin. Disney's animated. Disney's Aladdin. animated Aladdin. <laughs> uh, to the live action. To the live action that just mm. came out. Uh, we want to talk about both and compare yes. the two. Mm-hmm. So send in your reviews, your thoughts, your comparisons. We want to hear from you guys. Yes. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be, yeah, yeah. I think it's going to be a fun podcast. Yes. I'm excited for Always it. Always is. <laughs> yes. Love yes. the monthlies. And that's it. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. Thank you for listening. That was a podcast called Fred. Woo! It's time for the Fred plugs. Yeah, it is. Remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for future podcasts from Fred the Alien. Follow us on our SoundCloud, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. For Fred the Alien merchandise, go to our website, fredthealienproductions.com, and follow the link to our Redbubble, where you can get apparel and decor bags and stationery. With our own unique Fred the Alien designs by our talented team, Unibums, Incompetent Gamers, our live stage shows, and more! Yay! That was the Fred plug. Yeah, it was. 
I've been a Kendall Richardson. I've been a Wayne Cellini. And I've been a Fulia Kandarmaja. And, and you've just, just experienced a podcast called Friend! Comic Con San Diego Extravaganza. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Phase four of MCU. Phase four of MCU. Settle down. Settle down. We got to end this on a high note. Yes. Yes, we do. Yeah. Remember to eat beef. Remember to eat beef. Whoa. Just sing. Take on me, right? Absolutely. This episode was dedicated to the one and only Matthew Wilder. Thank you for your contribution. Scene. <laughs>